Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pre-Game Rumbling Show presented by DraftKings, where I am going to be previewing the Minnesota Vikings taking a trip to Western New York to take on the Buffalo Bills as two juggernauts, record-wise juggernauts of the NFL, uh, one of the best teams in the NFC at the Minnesota Vikings being with, with a record of 7-1, and one, and the Buffalo Bills being one of the teams atop of the AFC at 6-2. and two. This game is supposed to be uh, one for the ages. I don't think we're going to get the offensive output that that most Bills fans would like to see. I don't think that we're going to get the type of game that everybody wants to see when it comes to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. We're going to get into that. Obviously, several questions surrounding Josh Allen being a game time decision with his elbow. We will get to the injury report soon. But let's start off with the weather report. Weather.com says that uh, rain and snow in the morning, as everybody has seen. Uh, now it's wet. But for the rest of the day, we're looking at temperatures near steady in the in the upper 30s, uh, winds 10 to 20 miles per hour with more chance of rain or precipitation around 40 percent. So I think it's going to be cold. It's going to be wet. Uh, bundle up. Obviously, make sure you take care of yourselves and make sure you take care of your children. Have a great time. But as far as the football game, I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I think we're going to see more running of the ball than what we're used to when it comes to the Buffalo Bills offense. I know typically. The weather just doesn't bother Josh. I get it. But with the questions surrounding his injury and the questions surrounding whether or not he'll play, um, I think we're going to see the Buffalo Bills look to protect Josh if he does play. And if he doesn't play, I think that they trust Case Keenum. But I think we're going to see the running game really take a take a really uh, strong lead in the offensive efforts this week, but we'll get into that. So let's start off with the Buffalo Bills injury report. As I mentioned, Josh Allen is questionable with a right elbow injury. Um, as we all know, he, he sprained his UCL and um, it's a slight tear from what everybody is reporting, but he practiced on Friday and now he was limited. So now everybody is questioning whether or not he'll play. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is questionable with the groin and heel injury. Um, not sure. Again, questionable. You just don't know. The, the, he, he practiced in a limited capacity on Friday as well. Uh, Kyer Elam is doubtful with an ankle injury. That one makes me nervous a little bit because um, we're still not sure if Trey White's going to play. Um, Jordan Poyer on the injury report is also out. Um, that's still with his elbow injury. And Greg Rousseau, surprise of the week, has not practiced all week and he's out with an ankle. So, Secondary-wise, let's talk about the defense. Secondary-wise, this makes me nervous. When you're talking about not having Jordan Poyer, uh, Kair Elam, who's been playing wonderfully as a rookie, him being doubtful, this makes me nervous. And then Tremaine Edmonds, obviously questionable, is not doubtful, but he didn't practice up until Friday. He was limited Friday. He didn't have a full practice this week. So that still makes me a little bit nervous about his availability for the game. Uh, I am happy that Matt Milano was now back with the oblique injury that he had last week. He did not play against the Jets, and that cost us. Matt Milano is having an all-pro caliber season, so you want to see Matt Milano back in action. So I'm very happy to see him back. Um, but like I said, the secondary is still hurting. Uh, Jordan Poyer being out again another week with that elbow injury, and I don't know if everybody saw the pitcher's that was floating around. It does not look good. It does not look pretty. Uh, hopefully, you know, that injury can heal up and we can get him back sooner than later. Uh, but being without Micah Hyde for the season and being without Jordan Poyer now absolutely hurts. Uh, the team did make a trade at the trade deadline and we brought back 
somebody who the team is familiar with and somebody who the team loves. And my man, Dean Marlowe, I'm happy that he's back, but he didn't see much action against the Jets. So hopefully uh, today we'll get to see Dean Marlowe back there taking Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde's place and seeing whoever they pair with him back there. But the combination of DeMar Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson just hasn't worked out the way that we would have liked it to in Poyer and, and Hyde's absence. So, uh, let's let's switch over to the Vikings injury report. Theirs doesn't look nearly as scary as ours, as Adam Thielen actually had full practice on Thursday and Friday, so he's playing. Uh, Garrett Bradbury fully practiced on Friday, so he's playing. Uh, Cam Dantzler, uh, their, their cornerback, is out. He did not practice all week, their cornerback. So they have a starting cornerback out with an ankle injury, and then Dalvin Thomason, their defensive lineman, is out. He has not practiced all week either with a calf injury. So two guys out for them where there are three guys, possibly four guys out for the bills. Well, I'm sorry, three guys, possibly two guys out for the bills, possibly three with Kyer Elam as well. But um, looking at this, I, I see that the Vikings are coming into this game, feeling pretty confident that they're close to full strength, especially offensively. Adam Thielen playing is a big deal for them. It's a big deal, especially if we're going to be without Kyer Elam on the bills defensive side. That is a plus for them because you add uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and then you, you add Hawkinson in the mix, who they traded for a couple of weeks ago at the trade deadline. And, and they they feel that now they have a competent offense that they can continue to push the ball down the field with Kirk Cousins. And right now they're seven to one. So so as much as uh, we've made jokes about him over the years and as much as we've said things about how, you know, even when when Stefan Diggs was traded, we tried to make the jokes that it was because they extended Kirk Cousins and he wasn't that good. I tell you what, the offense is looking pretty good and Justin Jefferson does not, he's not holding anything back. Justin Jefferson looks like the best receiver in the league. If he's not the best, he's definitely top three. Um, I know Bills fans will argue with me that Stefan Diggs looks like the best receiver in the league. And I can't argue with that. I think Stefan Diggs is the best receiver in the league, but there is Definitely, there's definitely a conversation to be had when you're talking about Justin Jefferson and his performance since he's been drafted, but especially this year. Uh, Touchdown-wise, he hasn't been the the touchdown guru that everybody would have expected, but I tell you, he's absolutely looking like the beast that that you know he, he's looking like a top three wide receiver in the NFL. So let's get into the things that I'm looking forward to watching or, or looking into. And I'll address the elephant in the room right off the bat. Is it going to be Josh Allen or Case Keenum? Is it going to be Josh or Case Keenum? Josh Allen's injury to his elbow has everybody up in arms. It has the national media up in arms, the local media and the fan base uh, trying to figure out what the team is going to do. He's been listed as day to day. Coach McDermott has basically said he's hour to hour, which is a new injury designation that I have never really heard from a coach. But there's a first time for everything. So Allen, again, he did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. Case Keenum handled all the first team reps. Uh, to prepare for this game. But Friday, Josh did practice in a limited capacity. Um, not sure if it's a smoke screen, not sure of what, but there was video of Josh Allen. It appeared like he was practic practicing without a brace. And um, at the towards the end of practice, when the media finally got a chance to get back in, he picked up his brace and he picked up some things and ran off the field. So who's who knows exactly what's happening with Josh Allen? 
if I was a betting man, which I am, because this show is presented by DraftKings and I'm going to get into the single game parlay later on. Uh, but if I was a betting man, I would say that Case Keenan would actually be be starting this game. And I don't think Josh Allen would be active. The reason why I feel that way, I think this is the reason you bring Case Keenum in. Yes, obviously, you, the, the number one seed is very important. You want to get the home field advantage and you want to do everything that you can to to lock up you know, the, the path to the Super Bowl going through Orchard Park. That is understood. However, what's more important is the health of your star quarterback, Josh Allen. So if he's week to week or day to day or hour to hour, but he's not 100 percent, I think the Buffalo Bills actually say, you know, what? let's give you a week to rest. Let's give you a week to kind of let this thing get better, because there's a stretch of games going where the Buffalo Bills could run off some victories if we're healthy. And Josh Allen is the key to being completely healthy. Case Keenum, he's won games in this league. He is not a horrible quarterback. I know he's a backup now, but he's not one of those guys that, um, you know, I, I honestly, I, I feel that the Buffalo Bills are in a better situation to back up this year than they were last year with Mitch Trubisky. We've seen Mitch Trubisky this year as a starter in Pittsburgh, and that has not worked out. He's been benched in favor of the rookie. I think Case Keenum is still um somebody who could start in this league and keep a job for the year i know you know some people will argue with that because well why is he a backup i think i think the backup position in buffalo is a very attractive place that's why mr trubisky did not mind taking a step back last year that's why case keenum did not mind taking a step back and coming here to do this so i think what you do is you start him and you have matt barkley back him up and you know you just let you let Keenum and Diggs try to recapture some of the magic that they had uh, previously. You try to you, you try to move this ball. I think we're going to run the ball. I think we're going to run the ball. But back to Allen, because, again, we'll get back to the, 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 the game plan to win if Case Keenum does play. But back to Allen, if Allen does play, the thing is, with this elbow injury, I don't see the Buffalo Bills just turning him loose and throwing the ball 45 times. You know, we've, we're used to seeing Josh really run the offense and, and be the offense. I believe out of the 25 touchdowns on the year, Josh Allen is responsible for 23 of them. And that amount of offense and that amount of pressure on one guy, it's not going to be, it's not a healthy thing to have him try and continue that with this injury. So in my estimation, I think Case Keenum will start this game. If you have Josh on your your uh, fantasy teams, pay attention very closely to the game. Make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you have a backup quarterback in place just in case. Because I'm telling you, if if jo even if Josh Allen does go, I don't see it being one of those situations where Josh Allen is going to throw for 350 yards and rush for for 85 and a touchdown because they need to take care of his elbow. And again, with the weather being what it is, it's also not favorable conditions for a quarterback to throw the ball 45 times. So with that being the case, um, like I said, look forward to seeing Case Keenum. But that's not, it, not, that's not anything that the team has already said. It's, it's been said several times that it will be a game day decision because he's hour to hour at this point. So um, the Vikings, I know that they're preparing as if Josh Allen is going to play. But I tell you what, from my estimation, I would look forward to seeing Case Keenum. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about how both teams this year have done a pretty good job when it comes to winning games. So 
six and two for the Buffalo Bills, seven and one for the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings have been everything that you can hope for as far as fourth quarter finishers. They've won close games, several close games. And um, the Vikings have won, I think, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, they are on a current win streak of six games where it's been by eight points or less. So in one score games, Minnesota has been doing everything necessary to win and pull these games out. The Buffalo Bills have been, for the most part of the season, their wins have come in dominating fashion. Uh, they did win close in Baltimore, but then they lost two games by a combined total of five points. Um, this this game is going to be one that I think will be a low-scoring game, regardless of who starts at quarterback for the Bills. I don't think it's going to be one of those games where um, – you know, it's a 40 to 17 victory for the Buffalo Bills. I, I, I think this game is going to come down to who plays better defense. And I think it's going to come down to who can stop the run because both teams are going to try and execute. But when you're getting into the fourth quarter and you're getting into these close games, you have to pay attention to exactly how these things are. You know, you have to pay attention to, to how these teams have been winning games. So far this year, the Buffalo Bills have not been winning the close end of end of the game type situations. Yes, we beat the Baltimore Ravens. We came back down uh, 20 to, to three at one point, came back to win that game. But we lose to the Jets by three. Um, that was not. And Bills fans were upset all week, which we should have been upset. Because in my estimation, I don't think that the Vikings are or I don't think that the Jets are anything or anywhere near as good of a team as the Buffalo Bills are. But that's a game that you look back later on down the line in the season and you say, that's one that we should have won if we don't win home field advantage. That's one of those games that we'll look back on. Just like last season, we look back on that Jaguars game and there's a lot of fans who aren't happy about that. And for good reason, for good reason. So. I'm looking forward to seeing how close this game is and how uh, the coaching staffs try to control the the time of possession and who has the ball at the end of the game. I'm looking to see a very close game. I'm looking forward to seeing if it's Dalvin Cook or Devin Singletary. I would like to see James Cook get some play in there too, the, the, the brother against brother action going on. But if we're in a real position and we're being honest, Devin Singletary is still the best running back on this team. I know they traded for Naeem Hines. I would love to get him involved, especially if Josh isn't going to play. But you absolutely want to see Devin Singletary uh, really put in work and look like the running back that he was, you know, for the couple weeks prior to that Jets game. He looked great in the Chiefs game. He looked great in the, the Green Bay game. I want to see him get back to that. Another thing I'm looking forward to, I mentioned it earlier, as far as Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson both being great receivers, I think this is going to be one of those matchups um, that if Case Keenum can kind of um, get some of that magic back that he had with Stefan Diggs, um, and obviously what Kirk Cousins is doing with Justin Jefferson, I think it still can be one of those games where we do see some good numbers from, from our number one wide receiver. Uh, he's led the league in targets since he's um, uh, since he's been in Buffalo, he's had 14 or 413 targets since the trade. And that, that's actually second in the league is not leading, but Justin Jefferson has done everything that the Minnesota Vikings probably more because he's led the league with 3,883 receiving yards in that span, in that span. So you have two special wide receivers in, in two situations that fit for them. This week, again, it might not be as much of a fit 
or as well of a fit for Stefan Diggs if Josh Allen doesn't play. But I still think that we get him the ball. And I think in order to win the games that we have to win, you still have to force feed Stefan Diggs the ball. He's an elite receiver and he is everything that the Buffalo Bills needed for Josh Allen and any quarterback that's going to fill in for Josh if he's out. So uh, I'm looking forward to that matchup. Um, I did bring up TJ Hawkinson. I was shocked that this trade actually went through. I was tr- shocked because most times you don't see division rivals trade within the division and Detroit, you know, for a second round pick and a fourth round pick, they felt that it was, you know, OK, we can go ahead and, and send TJ to the Vikings. And I think the Vikings have taken advantage of that in the first game that we've seen him in. He looked pretty good. Um, you know, he had he had nine, nine catches last week. Five of those were for first downs. Um, so I'm looking forward to to seeing um, how the Buffalo Bills match up against TJ Hawkinson in years past. Tight ends, very good tight ends have hurt us. Um, we've seen, we've seen obviously Travis Kelsey hurt the Bills. We've seen um, Mike Gusecki down in Miami hurt the Bills. Just in general, we've seen tight ends really have their way against the Buffalo Bills. But Matt Milano being back is going to be a, a very strong, it's, it's a key. It's absolutely a key to seeing what the Buffalo Bills do against this team. Um, and then, Lastly, the the thing that I'm looking forward to paying attention to is the red zone opportunities for both teams, for both teams. Um, The the Vikings defensively are at the bottom of the league when it comes to red zone defense. But offensively for the Buffalo Bills, we're near the bottom of the league for red zone efficiency. We don't get into the end zone when we're in the red zone. Something that's so different from last season when it seemed like every time we were close, we made it happen. It was a score. Um, We go for it on the fourth downs because we know that we're going to score. This year, we haven't been as successful. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, how the Buffalo Bills do in, in red zone situations. I'm looking forward to seeing if the Vikings are able um, to, to improve on defense in those situations. Now, if they are, that's bad news. That spells bad news for the Buffalo Bills. If they're able to, you know, if they're able to pick things up, I think that the Buffalo Bills have to win um, the line of scrimmage. We have to win on both sides of the ball in the line of scrimmage. And I think that when it comes to red zone, we have to come out on top. It's just as simple as that. And if we don't, it's going to hurt us more. <laughs> it's going to hurt us more than we think. Going to hurt us way more than we think. So for me, I'm, I'm predicting that the Buffalo Bills uh, win this game close. I, I know uh, Friday night on the chop up, I actually said that I felt like the Minnesota Vikings were going to win. But I'm just thinking about it and I'm thinking about um, the defensive situations. And I think the Buffalo Bills, we had a rough go. Um against the Jets and in the second half against the the Packers. But I think, you know, I think they still did enough for us to win that game. When you keep, when you keep the Jets to 20 points and you keep the Packers, well, we did, we did win the Packers game, but when you keep the Jets to 20 points, that's enough. You expect a Josh Allen led offense with Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis, and the rest of our weapons, you expect them to score more than 20 to be able to beat a team who can only score 20 points. So in this scenario, I still feel uh, that the Buffalo Bills defense is better than the Minnesota Vikings offense, even if we are without Kyer Elam, even if Trey White isn't active tomorrow or today, even if, uh, you know, whatever, whatever situations happen, I still think that the Buffalo Bills defensive line should dominate 
I think we should get to Kirk Cousins early and often. And I, I don't think that Dalvin Cook should be able to run all over us. I was very shocked that the that the Jets ran all over us last week. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the Buffalo Bills do there. And like I said, so I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills winning this game 24 to 20. And again, it's going to come down to a fourth quarter that that last that last drive of the game. And I think the Buffalo Bills will have the ball. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. So NFL Sundays are getting better and the better with the games being better. The offers are getting better when it comes to betting as well. So at DraftKings Sportsbook, you have to understand you got to go and download the app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and do me a favor and use the promo code five questions and place a five dollar pregame money line bet to get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Yeah, you heard that right. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. I didn't, you know, every time I say it, I'm in disbelief. $5 for $200. So, everybody, right now, go ahead and download that app, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code five questions and place that $5 pregame app and or that pregame money line bet and get 200 bucks in free bets when your team wins you got it you got to do it you got to do it now this game will be one that i would be a little nervous personally to bet on i do think the buffalo bills are the better team but it's going to be close it's going to be close and we saw we saw the the money line change the 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 spread the buffalo bills opened up as a seven and a half point favor and then as the week went on with josh allen's injury being in question the, the money line has gone down to three and a half so this one is a lot closer than than we want to, you know, th- than I'm comfortable betting on and, or telling you to go and bet on. But there's several games around the league this week that you can bet on that I think, you know, some of them should be in the bag. And if you go ahead and bet that five bucks, get your two hundred dollars in free bets and let's get to it. So and then I also would like to, um, you know, before we get into it, let's let's talk about the the parlay, you know, every week. Every week this season, uh, I've been cooking up my own parlay and I've been uh, trying to stay in touch with our friends at DraftKings and they put it on their homepage. So everybody in Buffalo and outside of Buffalo can follow this week. The parlay, I'm going to go with the anytime touchdown from Devin Singletary and I'm going to go with an anytime touchdown from Dawson Knox. Why, Spence? Why are we talking about Dawson Knox this week and, and Devin Singletary? Well, I told you the weather is not is not in favor of Josh Allen's elbow if he does play. And it's also not in favor for Case Keenum to be expected to throw the ball 45 times and to have Stefan Diggs, um, you know, with 15 receptions or 15 targets and Davis Davis hasn't even shown us all year that, it, you know, he hasn't gotten those targets all year. He has less than 20 receptions for the year, less than 500 yards for the year. And I just don't think that Case Keenum is going to be the quarterback to come in and change that. I think what we're going to see, we're going to see a heavy dose of the run game. We're going to see Devin Singletary, uh, James Cook, and Naeem, uh, Naeem Hines get the ball and get their opportunity to, to, to make plays. With that being the case, I think Devin Singletary absolutely makes a mark on this game. I think that he he gets a touchdown, maybe two, but I'm going to bet that he gets one at least. And I think for everybody, you know this in every situation, the tight end is a quarterback's best friend, whether you're a rookie or whether it's your you're a quarterback in a new system. And I know Case Keenum has practiced in this system all year, but the game situation is always different than practice. So I'm going to tell you, 
Dawson Knox should start to see some more of these targets, especially from Case Keenum. So those that's my parlay. Um, I hope if you if you take it, you hit. I definitely placed that bet already. And I can't wait to see my man Devin Singletary, my man Motor get into the end zone. And I can't wait to see a smile from James Cook. I want him to have some big plays so he can show some personality. I know we talk about him because he just doesn't show those smiles and that personality. I love it, though. I love I love his energy. I love, um, you know, how how his business like mentality that he brings to the game. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to this game. So, listen, everybody enjoy it. Enjoy your day. Like I tell you every week, uh, take care of yourselves and be safe. Uh, don't drink and drive. And if you're going to bet on these parlays or, or, or any games that we've talked about, make sure you understand that minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. So please make sure that you're of age and that you're uh, doing things the right way. We over at Buffalo Rumblings and at DraftKings don't want to see anybody get in trouble for, for doing things improperly. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Please leave us a review. Leave us some comments and some notes. If you have any questions that you would like for me to address next week on the pregame rumbling show presented by DraftKings, please let me know and I will do so. Everybody, enjoy your game and go build.